0: And today I am so excited to welcome my friend Gabe DeGarmo. Gabe is the founding and lead pastor of King's Community Church in New Braunfels, Texas. Before this, Gabe served in pastoral ministry since 2009, and he received his Master of Arts in Cross-Cultural Ministry from Dallas Theological Seminary. Gabe is married to Monica, and they have three children. During his free time, Gabe enjoys his family and spending time with people around their dinner table. His heart is to equip the Church of Jesus Christ, helping them to follow Jesus by stepping into the gap that is in front of them. Gabe, it is fantastic to talk to you again and to have you on the podcast. Welcome, my friend. Champ,
1: I am so glad to be here. It's really an honor for me.
0: Well, I just cannot wait to talk about God's word with you, which we've done so often in the past. So what verse do you have for us today?
1: Well, this one's pretty special for me. Um, This year will mark 10 years since my wife and I lost a son in a tragic accident. So today I'm going to share Psalm 23, specifically verse four today, which says, even when I go through the darkest valley, or maybe you've heard it said, even when I go through the valley of the shadow of death. I fear no danger, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me.
0: So Gabe, as you think about this verse and how it has meant so much to you and Monica over the years, what comes to mind when you think about a verse like this? How has it affected you personally? That's a great question.
1: I I can really go through word for word how it's powerful. It says, even when I go through the darkest valley. Champ, it doesn't say if or if I have to go through the darkest valley, it says when, which is a reminder that in this life, in the midst of a broken world, we're going to go through dark valleys. Hmm. And then the next line says, I fear no danger. It doesn't say there will be no danger. It Hmm. says, I fear no danger, which means dangers may come just like those dark valleys. Mm -hmm. But then it turns quickly to, I fear no danger for you are with me. And this is King David talking about God who is his shepherd, his king. He doesn't fear the dark valley. He doesn't fear danger because God is with him. God's rod and staff, they comfort him. He's using shepherd language there too. The rod and the staff were tools and weapons that shepherds use to to count, to comfort, to correct, and to protect. And I, I really take comfort in that myself. Uh, They would use the rod and the staff to count sheep. That's a great reminder that we're counted as gods. The, The tools were used to comfort. They were taken care of. We have that promise too. Those tools were used to correct or to guide. We're guided by the God of this universe. And those tools were also used to protect them against harm. So there's tremendous comfort in this passage, even while enduring hardship, even even in a 10-year anniversary of something so tragic. It reminds me that through all of this, God is with me and he is comforting me.
0: Yeah, this passage says that the Lord is with you. He walks through those valleys with you. It was a privilege 10 years ago to walk with you from a distance and to see how the Lord was walking with you, not at a distance. How has the Lord shown himself close and strong and compassionate to you in those times?
1: Well, it's interesting. I was I was interviewed once soon after our son died, and the interviewer asked, what is this doing to your faith? Hmm. And I remember sitting in that interview and and suddenly getting a fresh confidence. This might have been the first time I felt a renewed confidence in the Lord soon after we lost our son when I said, you know... I don't think I could trust God if he didn't know anything of suffering, Hmm. but the God that I worship knows exactly what it feels like to experience the death of a son. I've heard it said before that you can't lead someone through a wilderness that you've never been through before. And God himself, the son of God, Jesus Christ chose to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He chose to walk through death in order that we wouldn't have to take residence in death but we can walk through that dark valley that is reassuring that is refreshing
0: for a grieving soul i mean he walks through that valley with us because he walked through it first of all by himself amen so if you were talking to a 10 year old and you were explaining this verse to them what would that sound like
1: i would read this verse to them and then i'd say you know what this lets me know No matter what happens to me in this life, no matter what's going on around me, God is with me and that is comforting. Hmm. I know when it comes to comfort, proximity is a big deal. And when you think about those tools, those weapons that the shepherd has, the rod and the staff, Mm -hmm. it's only good news that the shepherd has those if the shepherd's close to me. (laughs) What a great promise it is that God is with us and he has the tools to meet our needs, that we can walk with confidence and mm-hmm. comfort. That's good.
0: Yeah, that is good. The Lord is near. He's not at some distant hilltop, and we're going through a hard time. And if only He were close, He is close. All over the Bible, champ. the The promise that
1: God is with us. God is with us. God is with us. And then we get Jesus, God with us. And one of the last things He said uh, before He He ascended into heaven and sent the spirit to be with us is Jesus himself said, I will be with you always to the end of the age. God is with us. And that is the news that is comforting.
0: So if someone today is listening and they need that comfort, how might you just personally apply that verse to their life of how they can live this out? They're going to turn the podcast off in a minute. What next steps might they take?
1: The next step that any of us can take to apply this is to remember That if God is with us, and in fact, his spirit is dwelling in us, then there will be times that we get to bring the presence of God to others in the midst of their pain. Hmm. And while it might be tempting to be in isolation when we ourselves go through times of hurting, when we go through the dark valleys or the valley of the shadow of death, it's important to lean into the body of Christ. Our church family, not lean away from it. Hmm. There's no such thing as rogue Christians in the family of God. Hmm. I believe this is demonstrating for us that we don't just need God. We need one another to represent God in our
0: lives. Gabe, it's so good to talk to you, to hear what the Lord continues to do in your life, in your family's life, and especially through the lens of this verse. Would you just take a moment and pray this verse for all of us? I would be happy to champ. Thank you. God,
1: thank you for the gift of life and the gift of life with you. Thank you that in the midst of this broken world, you are on a relentless pursuit to be with us. God, we recognize that even though we go through dark valleys, even when we go through the valley of the shadow of death, we do not have to fear danger because you are with us. Lord, would you help us to believe that? Would you help us to recall that? Would you help us to experience your presence with us? And Lord, when we see others in need, would you give us the courage to walk over to them and be present with them? Uh, because you have demonstrated for us uh, witness. I pray that for all of us, that we could have the courage to be with others in their distress as well. God, thank you for the promise that you would never leave us or forsake us. You would be with us always. In that we find great comfort. In the good name of Jesus, we pray.
0: Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word on the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.